Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now remember the Global Ag Network. I love that movie for all times. This is, Landon, it's great to have you back here in, in person. It's good to be back. Did so you played that scary intro. I t- you know what? My wife still doesn't watch that movie. She can, still doesn't watch that movie. It scares her to death. Can you believe the witch from that is still alive? No, she's not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, well, I don't know. it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. There is a lady down the street that does have green face, so mm. maybe they didn't melt her after all. Well, everybody, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We are glad everybody's listening in. We uh, kind of pay tribute to our weather of the uh, that we had today with that classic 1939 movie of Wizard of Oz. I'm pretty sure the copyrights were uh, off on that song, so we uh, we played it and everything. But uh, we had the windiest and most interesting day I've ever seen weather-wise since I've lived here, which is like forever. <laughs> We had sustained winds, and they and they predicted it, so um, it was actually in the cards, so they got it right. Way to go, Radar. Yeah, dude, he was all over that. I don't know if he did that in a weekend report or not, but uh, he, he was calling for it, too. But, yeah, so uh, they got it all right. 50 to 60 mile an hour sustained winds with a gust in Hereford at the Mezzanet site of 78 miles per hour. Just a wild, wild day. Um, we just had, fortunately, we had a, a big rain uh, last oh, over the last 36 hours. So the sky wasn't really 1934-ish like it usually would be. It almost sounded like I said whorish, but no. 1930 whorish. Um, yeah, I bet that's well, what they were thinking of the People were depressed back then, Brent. They were what? They were depressed back then in the 30s. Is that why they called it the Great Depression? <laughs> what do you think they called it that? Because know. was there any depressions to base it off of before then? And maybe because the twenties were so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> I get it was roaring. I mean, I'll tell yeah. you that much. But and what was so great about it? I mean, to me, it sounded pretty horrible. If you yeah. really want my honest opinion. But um, so yeah, we didn't have any haboobs, and I only learned that term here like a few years ago. It's a dust storm. But um, I mean, I. Landon, boy, I landed. The only four hairs on your head they perked up when you heard "haboob." Why is that? Because because I I realized that the forty year old version was onto something when he said a boob felt like a bag of sand. <laughs> like yeah, I guess it's true. It's like, have you ever touched a 
Breast? <laughs> Have you ever touched the haboob? <laughs> touch, all, only when they sneeze. <laughs> touch haboob? <laughs> That's assault, brother. <laughs> oh, she, yeah. You double dummy. We we just mixed in five movies right there. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was wild. I uh, went into town, got into town about, oh, 10-ish or so, and I went by Lennon's boss's house, and there was a pole on its way out. It was at the corner, so it had guy wires on it, and it was feeding about two different directions, and it was out at a 45 degree angle getting ready to snap so i called it in and um i don't know if they ever i went by it after like three hours later and they were i think they were just kind of looking at it and seeing these service service trucks there but um it was pretty pretty intense so anyway went into town and did some stuff came back out and started assessing some damage and saw another couple poles drive drove by one and it was leaning over the county road i mean it was still live so i called it in and uh i mean it was I mean, I didn't get close enough to hear it cooking, but I'm, I didn't want, I didn't know how far it could arc. I know how, how, how far, how far do you, I almost said how far, I know how to do that. How far do you think those things arc, Landon? Those, uh, what are those, just the regular uh, lines, are they, what are they? Are they 50,000 volts? I don't know. Is there some kind of catchy rhyme, like how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? I don't think so. How much, how much arc could a, how much uh, arc could a a, a line arc? But uh, yeah, I know they can arc at least a foot or so, but um, I didn't take my chances since that it was a uh, it was uh, whipping pretty good. But yeah, if you get right underneath those those highline poles, it does. It sounds exactly like the Wizard of Oz that wooing sound, and it was just pretty amazing. So we also had another barn that got tore up pretty good. It, we don't really use it anymore, but um, just here down from my house, and so I had to do a little double duty of a uh, checking um, hot wires. We had. Several things blow. Well, not several things. We had a few things blow away. Fortunately, didn't roll through any fences, but they were still all on and still hot. Kept the cattle in, and um, we uh, so we I got all that kind of confirmed, secure. I, I I went ahead and put that in my service manual, but uh, nice. since every nice since everybody's at the Houston Stock Show right now, I am all by myself here checking all of their crap and feeding their steers for next year, which leads me into. My project, which is turning my barn into a steer and heifer show. How's that going, Brent? Well, let me tell you, I went and got my pipe today, so I'm laying some pipe. No, I got... <laughs> Gross. I, nah, well, that's true. I, and I'm by myself out there, too, which makes it even a little more creepy. But um, no, so I went and got a whole lot of pipe that uh, I'm going to put in the concrete. A couple of days ago, I ran a core drill. Have you ever ran one of those, Landon? I have not. It's a uh, for drilling holes in, um, in your concrete, and uh, it's about four a four inch slab. Oh, I have done that. Yeah, I yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a it's pretty it's a pretty amazing little contraption. I know it's nothing new, but uh, whatever you do, don't try to take the bit out with your bare hand after you drill a hole. They get a little hot. See now, did you not run water with it? No. Well, you run water with these, Landon. Oh, okay. You must be. Is it now? What kind of bit did you use? Are you using the one that's like this metal was, bit? And it's this like, was a, like, like a hole saw. Ago. You know what a hole saw is, right? Mm-hmm. Hole saw. <laughs> <laughs> hole surgery. <laughs> I think they'd have a better name for it yeah. than that. No, it's like a, everybody out there that's been outside more than twice knows what a hole saw is. Anyway, it's you know it's it's just a tube and it's got uh, teeth on the bottom of it. Anyway, well, uh, this machine and. Fortunately, I learned a few years ago, when you go to the rental store, always get something bigger than you think you need, because if you don't, you're going to be sorry. So this whole saw, it was a stand-up deal. You don't have to sign a handheld. So anyway, um, the way it works is it's probably, I don't know, about three and a half feet, four feet tall. And the way it holds itself to the uh, the concrete, 
it anchors it is it's got a it's got a suction deal, so it's got a rubber uh, seal that goes all the way around the bottom of the of the machine, and then you hook up and you kind of got to wet the pavement down or the the uh, concrete down a little bit to agree uh, uh, get a better seal, and then you hook up this suction pump to the uh, to the machine and it'll suck it down to the concrete and it keeps it anchored down. It's pretty ingenious, but if uh, you have a concrete slab and apparently i do have a couple low spots i mean of course it's only a quarter of an inch lower than other spots but that's all it takes and if you get a whole lot of water standing and pooling up it'll start sucking all that water up and it's got a little jar and once it fills up it's the machine starts spitting oil out so that's good i didn't tell the rayburn uh, rental guys i that happened when i brought it back to him but it all worked but uh anyway so when you don't have to fight that and unless you got a crack in your concrete you know you'll break suction and it won't anchor down, but uh, it was a really deal, a really neat deal. I heck, I probably dug, I probably dug fifteen, sixteen uh, holes in the concrete, and um, it was a really, it was a really uh, nice, nice little uh, contraption to do. So anyway, today I went, uh, had the boys with me, and we went and got some pipe, and then we um, also I'm so I'm, I got it spray foamed the whole barn, so I'm starting to paint it. My uh, nephew and niece's uh, ag mechanics project, they painted uh, with the spray gun that I got. And um, so, yeah, it had a little leftovers from last time. So uh, after I finally figured out why, and this is latex paint, um, it's some kind of special deal. I'm just spraying it where I'm going to have the calves and, you know, get some inadvertent water on the walls. And I kind of want to preserve that foam. But uh, nonetheless, so I did that and I did about 15 square feet over a matter of about two and a half hours landing. So it was a really efficient job. Really efficient job, but uh, nonetheless, so so that's my project. You got any projects going, down Landon? Do you have any? Did you see any sprinklers uh, <clears throat> turned over? No, haven't haven't heard any sprinklers that got got flipped over. No, I was pretty amazed. My one of my neighbors, he had one flipped over in the last kind of windstorm we had. Oh, like the middle three or four uh, spans, and uh, but not any, not any um, were turned over this this go around. I was really shocked. And we started recording here what landed about eight thirty p.m. this evening, and I mean it's still probably holding what. Probably fifty miles an hour. You think? Pretty, still pretty rough out there. Yeah. Pretty wild stuff. We're on the. I think I guess we're on the back side of this Pacific storm system, and uh, I guess they were saying, and they were predicting it in Kansas anyway. And I'm pretty sure it kind of stretched all the way down here, but it was one of the lowest barometric pressure readings. I guess maybe over a mainland, like or at least in this part of the country, they've recorded in a long time, and hence that's why we had such a bad windstorm. But. Uh, um, I, they started talking to millibars and I don't know what metric means. So anyway, I just know it was bad. I just know it was bad. So, uh, we went through all that and hopefully it'll die out through the, over the evening and we can kind of get back to normal, you know, 20 to 30 mile an hour winds. So crazy day, crazy day. We've got a lot to talk about today. Um, we don't have a uh, specific topic per se. We do have a couple things we're going to get into. Um, I, I finally decided that Landon, we've got to get into Yetis, the Yeti products. I mean, I gotta hand it to these people. Between them and North Face, they are the biggest marketing geniuses in the world. Oh, I know. I mean, how? Who would have thought that people would be slapping cooler stickers on the back of their pickups? I know. I mean, especially in the like not the low rider dually ones I've seen driving around. These are you know the jacked up the jacked up duallys and not the cars with your last name on it. No, not with the cars with your last name in old English, and then a memorial to somebody that died. In your family, you know that he was like a hundred years old, but uh, yeah. So they got a cooler. I'm I'm surprised I don't see North Face stickers on on the backs of cars. Do you? Aren't you? I mean, I, I we're the yeah. only family I think that doesn't have North Face stuff. 
I don't I mean, ha- I've never owned one thing of North North Face. All they make is like those jackets, isn't it? I guess. I know. So well, I, I know they make some pretty sweet vests. Pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. You look like Marty McFly. I guess all I got was South Elbow. I don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, heck, I don't know why farmers are. I've got like. I've got three vests, one from the gin, one from uh, Certified Angus Beef, because my in-laws are Certified Angus Beef people. I've got another one from the phone co-op that I'm a committee board member at. I've got another one from the rest home committee board uh, <laughs> that I'm a member of. A rest home vest. Yes, it's a pretty tight. A vest ty- home. A vest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a vest home. And then I've got like two heavy jackets. I don't, I, I don't see any need to buy a coat. So uh, I guess I'm just fortunate that way. So, but I've just gotten amazed at the amount of product. And we were just me and Landon were just uh, perusing the uh, Yeti website just a minute ago, and all of the products they have they have they have by far 500 percent more than uh, stuff available to order than I ever imagined. Pretty so, much, I can either send my kid to college at some point or buy like three or four Yeti things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. These prices are unbelievable. And Landon, I'm pretty sure he said that to help segue into our other topic is this big bribery scandal. And I mean, what better way to talk about a bribery scandal than enter in a 1980s slash 1990s sitcom star? And we've got some pretty good nicknames for her. And then a desperate housewife is also involved in this thing. A desperate housewife turned into a desperate house mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very much so. So we're going to get on that and um, maybe a couple other things we think of anything. Um, our sponsor this week is uh, kind of devoted to part of this uh, episode. Uh, Snipe Products. You've heard of the Yeti products. You've heard of the Bison Cooler products. We've got a whole new company that has rang our, door, uh, rang our doorbell and wanted to serve us as a sponsor. So all the serious hunting products you could ever want. That's right, right, and it absolutely exists. So uh, we've got Snipe, and then we've got Radar Ricardo. He's going to give us kind of a not so much a forecast today, but he's going to give us a recap of today's windstorm. So stay tuned for all of that on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Hi, this is like. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and I'm here, I'm a sponsor for the Dryland Farmer podcast like or whatever and so this week's this week's sponsor is like totally, they're like totally cool and whatever and they're like they save the environment it's Snipe it's Snipe Productions like and like you gotta tell all your girlfriends about it and everything but it's like whatever pretty cool thing, uh, they sell all kinds of things and it's like evil capitalism but you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do or whatever. So Yeti, uh, they have no, they're a monopoly conglomerate and they're evil or what, like whatever. And they like make people like little babies, like do the work of like grown men or whatever, like white men. And they're like evil and stuff. So check out the Snipe products. We have Snipe ashtrays. We have Snipe, we have Snipe condoms, even though the white man... Uh, does not want you to have access to birth control, so we make them cheap. These are only $277 a piece, and they're like super thin or whatever. But if you don't want to go that route, you can put an urn on your junk. We have Snipe urns. They keep your loved ones all kind of warm and fuzzy, even though they're just a pile of ashes that you got out of the fireplace. They're not even really the person that you burned up or whatever. 
and like so send me to Washington and I'll do you I'll do you a solid I'll like get you free stuff and whatever and like totally it'll be cool and then we like go to spring break and we can do like body shots out of my belly button or whatever that would be totally cool celebrity voice impersonated Good job on that. I'm glad you finally got a 100% ride on that forecast, man. That was great. Not only did you get the wind, but you got the rain, too. Well, guys, we're talking We're talking Yetis. <laughs> You're making a big mistake, Yeti. <laughs> big Yeti's making a big mistake, Yeti. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just cannot <laughs> not think of that when we're talking about Yeti, even though he's saying Yeri, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah. We're we're talking Yeti products and the geniuses. I mean, not sarcastically, the absolute marketing wizards that came up with the Yeti product because they are sticking this straight up the butt of every American consumer that is willing to buy it. And all at the same temperature. You can make a gift card between twenty and two thousand dollars if you want to give your friend a Yeti card. That's funny because they don't have a product that costs $20. What are you going to get for $20? Okay, let's see. That's a good place to start. So we're going... Do we need some music here? Yeah, let's get some music. I got to have some uh, intro music in here. So you think that is this like official Yeti music? Oh. I mean... I think it is. It sounds like 50 bucks a minute. Sounds pretty pretty legit. Yeah, I'm all over it. Okay, so where were we at? Oh, yeah, classic gift cards. 
Now, the card itself will keep your wallet warm for up to three months. And it, But the amazing thing is, is it'll also keep it cold at the same time for four weeks. And it works even better if it's in a Yeti wallet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so uh, we wanted to play a game, but we just ran short on time. Yeti or naughty? <laughs> so and we have a whole list, and I guarantee you, you would fail because you don't know what we're putting in here that's actually there and what is not there. To be honest, we don't even know. We don't. Yeah, we're just making crap up because that's what we do. So yeah, but back to Yeti. I <laughs> just can't get Yeri out of my mind. <laughs> I just can't. So okay, Landon, we'll we'll do a couple right here. A dog dish, Yeti or naughty? I would say that that is Yeti. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Dog dish, a Yeti dog dish. Okay, I'm going to pull it up over here. Uh, that's probably over in accessories, maybe, or more gear. Uh, oh, yeah, Boomer 8 Dog Bowl. Landon, how much do you think a Yeti dog dish is? Oh. Without looking already. Uh, $49.99? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ass. And it comes in stainless steel. It comes in navy. It comes in... You think it keeps their puke warm? Yeah. That way, yeah. they once they puke, they can eat their puke back up like dogs do. Yeah, they don't have to eat it back immediately. Yeah, I mean it'll keep <laughs> keep it warm while they lick their dick. These these dog bowls that you know, my wife she has her jewelry business and she's looking up rings all the time. That kind of I wonder if they have Yeti wedding rings. Oh, I, I would think so. I'm sure they'll make anything you want. Oh, oh, there's the bottoms. Oh well, see, it's got a rubber base, but it says Yeti on the bottom of it. That way, the ants that are always crawling around the bottom of your dog's dish knows that you're paying them. Damn. Look at that. Made in China. Perfect. I mean, it's designed in Texas, but made in China. Okay. Well, you know that you know they don't need dog bowls over there. <laughs> they need a dog beaten Unless stick. they're eating their... You know, they're a dog tenderizer. A Yeti, ten, a Yeti dog tenderizer. A dog stew bowl. Oh, oh dang. Just kidding. Okay. Oh, okay. New yeah. more products. We can't spend. Wait eight. a minute. It has a dog bowl section. Let's see. Pulling up. I don't have my fiber yet. We've got no. Like... It's just the different colors. Okay. Uh, going back here. Okay. So uh, Yeti or Naughty? A bucket. Oh yeah. Was this like a twenty dollar five gallon bucket? Yeah, it's like a, a, a oh, with high, a handle. It's size. like a high trans bucket, basically, is oh, what it perfect. is. So yes, this is also a Yeti. Ooh, Yeti high trans fluid. And that would be perfect. They, <laughs> it'll actually keep your trans, uh, hydraulic system cool, which that's kind of the idea. Do you got psoriasis over there or what? You're itching like hell, Sidey. <laughs> I guess. Okay, my turn. Okay, Landon, before we go further, we got to get through the buckets here. Now, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different uh, styles and sizes. Of five gallon, but no, they're all five gallon oh, okay. buckets, I think. So they don't come like inside of each other? No, and okay. then when they do, they're absolutely impossible to pull apart. Perfect. So they're basic, mind you, they're basic loadout. Five gallon bucket is what it's called. Ooh, they even come with a drinkable lid on top. Forty bucks. Yeah, if you drink kegs all by yourself. What is that like? A what is that thing? A octagon? Looks I like a honeycomb. Know. Is what it, the lid is. So they've got a, fi- a loadout five gallon bucket. Forty bucks. The low, fully loaded bucket. Now you think it would stop <laughs> there? You think it would stop there, Landon? It's fully loaded. What else can it have? 
after after spending eight eight nonstop hours on the tractor, I really needed that fully loaded bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten through that third shift at the coal mine if I didn't have a fully loaded bucket and my that, Yeti four ply toilet paper that cost a hundred and thirty dollars. Then they've got the ricking bucket, hundred nine dollars. The high and dry bucket. What's the point of the high and dry bucket? You think it looks just like the loadout five gallon bucket, except it's another twenty dollars. The, the the ranch hand bucket. The ranch hand bucket looks like it's got a freaking uh, what is that the the thing the pockets you wear on the uh, a fanny. It looks fanny like pack. it's got a fanny pack <laughs> yeah. on it. It's what it looks like. Eighty dollars to look like an asshole. The Yeti uh, fanny pack. The yeah. sorted bucket. Now this is a. I don't even know what it does. It may have like a, a cardboard divider in the middle so you can divide your kettle corn like they used to sell on the side of the street. The lo- locked up bucket, the grab and go bucket. Okay. Those are so the granddaddy is what? That 100 and something dollar one. Let's see, let's see, let's see. The fully loaded. Yeah, 100 so that is the end of the line. $130 to get a bucket with a fanny pack. They've got the buckets covered. Awesome. Awesome stuff. All right, my turn. Okay, go. All right, Yeti or Naughty? The Yeti condom for when your wife's not 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 Yeti ready to have a baby. <laughs> oh, please be real. <laughs> I don't know what the sound is for no, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's a naughty. I'm looking at the computer, All but right. that would be fun when you really want to warm <laughs> yeah. your. Oh, wa- it would be fun <laughs> <laughs> when you really want to warm your lady up, but you don't want to have to put in the effort. <laughs> you know what about a candle, a, a candle koozie. You know, because you want to set the mood with some heat, but you want to want, don't want your candle to get too hot. You keep it cool with the candle koozie. I'm going to say that's a naughty. Okay, here's a couple other products that we know are not on there, but they need to. So I mentioned ashtray. How about a Yeti urn? Ooh, or a Yeti coffin. Or a Yeti coffin? I mean, you may not know your relatives burning in hell, but at least you know their ashes will stay warm. <laughs> that would be the, a great, that's a, that's a no-brainer right there. The Yeti yoga mat? Yeti yoga mat, yeah. You can namaste your ass right out the asshole window. Yeti sleeping bag. Heck, we've even got a Yeti in our spaghetti nowadays. (laughs) They probably have koozies for all the noodles in your spaghetti. Oh, they have a ton of Yeti koozies. You're getting crazy, little Yeti. And that's what you want when you're drinking a beer. You you want that big metal koozie right in your hand cuz cuz you know these regular koozies, you know, they it just it's so hard to drink a beer. I know, really. And especially when you're driving down the highway, you want something metal and shiny that's going to reflect light. It's like a duck call for cops. It's a it's not a very wise choice <laughs> in the matter. So the the buckets is one of the things that really caught my eye. I mean, this is one step above a slop bucket. And if y'all don't remember what happened in the Great Depression, they had slop buckets where they... Well, no, I guess this is the 1800s. They'd take a crap and then they'd just throw it out the window in like New York City. I mean, you did watch Gangs of New York, didn't you? They just threw that crap out the window. I didn't. They still do that in New York City, I think. Okay, so we did the buckets. How about bags? That's a bit... Oh, yeah, 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 Landon. What's the guy? So there's a oh, picture yeah, there's of this guy, guy like carrying a Yeti porter potty. It says this thing. Uh, he is he could literally carry another person. It's uh, called the what is it called? Is I that hope the, he's carrying a chiropractor in there. Uh, that's no what he's going to need. And this guy could take home a swordfish if he wanted to. <laughs> the I'm trying to figure out which one it is, Landon. It's the it's not the, is it is the it, panga? Is 50? that the panga? The panga fifty? Maybe it's the panga fifty. This so they got a picture of this guy in the river, and he's got his fly rod, and he's literally this thing looks like it's 
What are the dimensions? It's probably, I mean, it goes down into the water, so... It turns into a yacht. It's a a yachty. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably, it's probably got a seat, and he's probably sitting on it. But, so it's spelled out Yeti, and it, like, it goes above his head. It looks like the pack that Neil Armstrong had on the moon. (laughs) Like, this doesn't, this isn't even as, uh, this is smaller than what, I mean, this is bigger than what Neil Armstrong had on the moon. If that current picks up, he's a dead man. Yeah, so this guy, this is it's probably three feet. I bet it's three feet by three feet, or maybe two feet by two feet, and it's probably I don't know what do you say four feet long. And this dude's got it on his back. This guy is gonna look like Andy on Beach Day on the Office when he gets in that sumo suit and <laughs> yeah. he floats down the river. Just look at what I'm doing and go tell someone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who? No, that is a suicide vest, is what that is. Yeah. You think they make Yeti uh, suicide vests? Maybe. Man, I guarantee you, if uh, Al Qaeda could get a hold of them some Yeti yeah. <laughs> suicide bombing vests, stay warm until you go straight to hell. Mm. They need a Yeti bowling bag. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty good. A Yeti golf bag, keep your grips warm. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. That'd Yeti be nice. golf clubs. I, now I saw this at Jibos. The Sidekick Dry. It's pretty affordable. 50 bucks. Because how often are you walking around in water, Brent? I mean, submerged up to your weight. I yeah. guess we just don't hunt enough. I guess not. This, I, look at it. This guy's got a hand on a, what is that? That's a spotted trout, isn't it? Yeah. I guess he's going to throw it in his Sidekick Dry. I, yeah, I just... When you don't want your flip phone to get wet and and, and <laughs> nobody run. cares about your flip phone, <laughs> they should. <laughs> that's the panga. No, that's not the panga. That's I have the to side have ki- a flip phone so I can afford all this Yeti gear. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm getting you for Christmas. That's got to be the ultimate insult. Getting you a gift card where the minimum amount on the gift card will not buy any of the products that it offers. That's like buying a hundred and fifty dollar gift card for a bag of cottonseed. <laughs> <laughs> Do they sell gift cards to up your basis on your wheat? <laughs> we should. <laughs> we frequent should. flyer miles or something. Yeah. Oh, shoot. So, yeah, the, what's the bottom line? The bottom <clears throat> line is if you keep buying it, they're going to keep selling it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these backpacks, dude, there's a backpack, $250. Uh, another one, a Camino carry-all. It's not a purse. It's European. I bet Indiana Jones wishes he had a... Yeti satchel. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy Behar. Yeah. So backpacks, $300, $150. Um, it's just wild stuff. Would have kept his water cold in the Temple of Doom. Yeah, that's right. He could have put those stones in it and he yeah. would have dropped them. They took the stone from here. <laughs> <laughs> no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So we've gotten into the Yeti. The, you buy it, they're going to sell it. Landon, talk about, tell me a little bit about this bribery scandal. You're the one that brought it up to me. Okay, so a bunch of rich celebrities, mainly the Lori Laughlin, Aunt Becky from Full House, and which, and uh, oh, Felicity Huffman from uh-huh. Desperate Housewives. So I've got some nicknames for them, but go, yeah. I've, been, I've got prison names for them. So pretty much Fuller House is going to be a little less full <laughs> with Lori Laughlin going away to jail. Would you and say it's going to be changed from Full House to The Big House? Yeah, the, the Fuller Big House. <laughs> I, now, that's a sitcom I would watch. Yeah. And I can't help but but say here that William H Macy has had some of the worst <laughs> luck with wives I've ever seen. Why? What? Do, do I mean, tell. His wife in Fargo, he ended up killing. Did, no, no, he did that whole kidnapping scheme. Oh, see, I only saw Fargo once, and all I remember is the wood chipper. Yeah, he he gets into some scheme where he these guys take his wife, and he's in on it. 
And then his wife in Boogie Nights, she was real popular, yeah. but you know, she was, she she got her, she, you know, she she, she had a bad is, end. Uh huh. Yeah, she is a porn star. And now his real life wife is is <laughs> bribing people to take put their kids in school. Yeah, right. I mean, you'd think these supposedly are some high end individuals on the intelligence scale, allegedly. I'm amazed at how many of these actors. Of course, I mean they probably get in because they know who they are. But like, what's her name? Old Natalie Portman. She went to like Yale, and what's her name? Um, all these other people you play these stupid parts are like Ivy League people. But anyway, I digress. You think Lori? I mean, Lori Laughlin plays a detective on all these Hallmark movies. You think that? <laughs> you think that she would know the law? Y- yeah. Well. You know, like, yeah, because Perry Mason never got locked up for anything. I forgot. I don't remember his real name, but Perry Mason and uh, and the Matlock, they never got. Oh, Andy Griffith, he was a he was a straight shooter man. So I my, I've got a couple good names for uh, their their prison names. I mean, they're kind of on the nose, but you know, bear with me. I just kind of thought them up. Lori Lockup Laughlin. That's pretty solid. And Felicity. Cuffsman. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, you think they'll have to be gay for the stay? <laughs> uh, I keep wanting to do the family <laughs> mat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one fell flat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the um, I want to keep wanting to do the family matters thing theme, theme song, but it's the full house. So whatever happened to predictability? I guarantee you, <laughs> she knocked predictability out of this yeah. park because I did not see this one coming at all. They they've had some of the best memes of all time. They had they had Bob Saget sitting with DJ on the bed <laughs> having a heart to heart, saying, "Well, looks like Aunt Becky's going to jail." Yeah, right. And then they had all the cast in the car without Aunt Becky, and they're like, "We're all going to bust out Aunt Becky." <laughs> <laughs> of of all that whole cast. She was like the least likely, I figured. Kimmy Gibbler was always on my radar. Yeah, I always thought Bob Saget would be the first one to go to jail because there was that one episode I remember watching where he's in the bathtub with, with Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky's two kids, and he's he stands up, he's in a bathing suit, uh-huh. but just the whole thing was inappropriate. Yeah, it was... Oh, I remember my dad walking in the room and being like, what in the hell are our kids watching? <laughs> where are the black helicopters going to show up? Yeah. Yeah. No, I had no idea that Bob Saget was like a filthy comic until i saw like this uh documentary on full house here a few years ago i i mean he is freaking filthy and i guess that's i don't know if he does it to kind of knock off that well no actually that was part of the uh, documentary he was always saying inappropriate jokes around all the kids and everything so he had that nice guy image i had no idea how filthy i mean he's not even funny but some i mean maybe 10 percent of the time he was okay on america's funny some videos yeah yeah he was pretty good there but i guess we're only funny 10 percent of the time too so you know <laughs> if, if you, even <laughs> you win you win some you lose some i mean we're already getting down to the end of the podcast and people stop listening after the first 15 minutes so yeah, yeah we, so we can say whatever we want right now <laughs> Lori lock upland and felicity cuffsman yeah, yeah, pretty good deal. No, uh, Kimmy Gibbler, I always saw she was always on my radar, and I always figured one of those. Uh, I could see her doing hard time. Yeah, <laughs> and or the twins, those the Olsen twins. I know, I knew one of them was going to end up in the slam somewhere. Mm-hmm. But Uncle Jesse, he was just I don't know. He had too hot of a wife. So I wonder if he can write a ballad about this. <laughs> he could probably he get with the Beach Boys. He might write a crossover hit. <laughs> yeah, write a crossover hit. But uh, yeah, so anyway, and the things. So they basically what happened was is what then and they paid like they actually paid uh, people to uh, kids to take tests for them like SATs just to get them in. I mean, as if college wasn't expensive yeah. enough, you have to spend another half million to get them into uh, school. Know and then like into USC. I mean, these are California schools. 
You're supposed to talk while I yawn, Landon. Damn oh, it. they were they were supposed to get him on the like have him on uh, one on like, the, like crew, on the on rowing the team, rowing team, or tennis never, team, or never rowed a day in their life. And I guess that's I guess the rowing team is an under the radar kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what do you mean these boats don't have motors? <laughs> where's the, where's the motor at to help us go faster? And uh, like they paid off uh, the the test givers, the proctors they called them to uh, you know give them answers or whatever and. What uh, like they photoshopped? Did they photoshop or like doctored a video up, like of a soccer game or something to put their kid's face on the? I don't know how. I mean, it was a whole <laughs> deal, and I mean, it was just the biggest fakery you've ever seen. I mean, it was they and they did the Rico. You, I'm sure I only learned this in the Dark Knight where they do the Rico. Where it, uh, Rico is an acronym. It's where they can. It's an actual thing where they bust gangsters and they can get everybody guilty. Basically, it's a guilty by association deal. And so they can lock up, you know, they can charge like 50 or 100 people on the same charge. And that's what they did with all these people. And um, I guess they arrested them and they had to post bond and everything. Like, I, did, I didn't see the perp walk on, on Lori Lockup or Felicity Cuffsman. I all. did see Felicity Huffman's uh, mugshot. Yeah. Was it, was it, was she smiling? It was, it was fabulous. It was, I can't you believe think Lori she's Lockup. A little, you think she's a little more desperate now? Brent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's desperate right now. <laughs> Brent, you should look up the movie trailer to the movie Rad. Lori Laughlin was in it in like 1986, and nice. it's pretty much like this. You do like this bicycle dance competition. You, you like dance on your bicycle. Nice. And it is pretty rad. I can't believe she went from that to, to, full house. to being a criminal. Yeah, I know it. No, I, I know. can't believe anybody ended up on Full House. <laughs> Lori Laughlin, I'm going to have to look that up. Well, cool, cool. Well, yeah, so guys, uh, let your kid. And I mean, so let's say these kids actually got into college. Don't you think they'd be found out pretty quick? <laughs> you would <laughs> think so. This guy's out in the rowing team showing up with a with a trolling motor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy on the soccer team doesn't know he, doesn't know he can't pick up the ball with his hands. I think Lori Laughlin's kid said something like, well, I don't really, really even care about, you know, going to college for the academic part. I just kind of want the college life. life yeah. Like, uh-huh. That's what right. all first year, that's what all fresh, uh, second semester freshmen on probation say. I wonder <laughs> if she got the freshman 15. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shoot. Lori Laughlin. So, yeah, it was a BMX movie, no less. Huh. Interesting little tidbit there, Landon. Yeah. Well, guys, that is, we're getting like way long in this episode. We could go keep going and going. But uh, hey, guys, if you want to buy Yeti products, go get, you know, get crazy. They have know? everything and a whole lot more. Everything and a whole We've got all kinds of ideas we're going to send Yeti. So uh, until Delaney Howe and the Global Ad Network, y'all need to get Yeti on our, uh, on our sponsor list because we're mm-hmm. excited. But everybody, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and uh, glad to have Landon back. And uh, before we go, we need to. Re- Remind everybody to find this on uh, Twitter. That's uh, at Trader Brent and Landon is. No twit Landon 44. Supposed, we're supposed to do that at the beginning of the episode, but yeah. uh, nonetheless. So, yeah, find on Twitter there, Facebook. <laughs> I almost choked. Uh, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, of course, iTunes. That's Apple and um, the Global Ag Network. Find it there and all the other great podcasts. Casey Seymour, want to send a shout out to you. You keep putting that content out like you're a crazy man. And until next time, guys. We'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? I mean, I know what side of the line I'm on. It got blown away today. The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by... Like, it's totally cool. Um, Snipe Incorporated, we have a lot of cool stuff or whatever. 
And so, like, buy it, even though, like, I'm going to phase out money here pretty quick, like, in the next decade or two, maybe 50 years. I don't know. Thank you. The Dryland Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, and now a member of the Global Ag Network.